Has Canada taken any meaningful steps toward reconciliation with our Indigenous community? Joining us to discuss work that still needs to be done and the issues facing the Aboriginal, Aboriginal community is our friend Paul Custer. Calgary writer, comedian, former broadcaster, and Indigenous advocate. Good morning to you, Paul. Hey, well, Happy New Year, guys, and thank you so much for having me on again. Thank you for being with us, and it's a, it's a new start for us here. Now on FM uh, 107.3 QR Calgary. So this is the first time we've talked to you on the FM airwaves. Uh, Paul, yeah, and I just I, I just want to say congratulations. Oh. That's, a, that's a huge step, so uh, very happy for you guys. Well, th- thank you so much, Paul. We appreciate that. Uh, but again, you are a longtime friend of the program here. And we have talked for months, if not a couple of years, about issues in your community, issues you're very close to. So it begs the question, because it has been months and months and months, in your opinion, have we made meaningful steps toward reconciliation and how do we keep it in the discussion? Well, the the good news is that the that the ball is rolling. And uh, it, unfortunately, it took that uh, horrible event um, in Kamloops with that uh, uh, gruesome discovery, that's what really opened people's eyes. And, and we all know that now. And there have been more issues that have been brought to the, to the public eye more so than ever before. So the good news is that, yes, we've started on this road and, and we're doing it together. Uh, the, 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 the thing is, though, that people, uh, a lot of people just think, well, um, okay, so we're starting this process of reconciliation. Well, no, we're not even at that that uh, step yet. Um, there, the you have to deal with the truth first. And I'll give you a perfect example. Um, the woman that created the Orange Shirt Day, uh, she just uh, was the uh, keynote speaker at uh, an Indigenous education conference called uh, Braiding Sweetgrass. And um, it was there, and this was just uh, oh, just a couple months ago. Uh, but she knows the, uh, a lot of the victims, the survivors from the residential schools in BC. And um, at one of them, and this is the horrific part, is that, uh, and and no one's really talked about this yet, even in the media. Um, there were girls at this one particular residential school uh, in BC, I believe it was. And um, uh, they were the girls were impregnated by the staff, by the priests, and uh, unfortunately, those those old babies, uh, their lives were terminated, and then they disposed of the remains in the incinerator in the residential school. And this is a this is a real thing. This is something that happened. And so again, when you bring this stuff up, uh, oh man, it's ugly, and it's it's hard to hard to fathom, hard to listen to, and hard to admit that something like this happened. So uh, it's, it's a thing called truth, and the truth is really ugly when you're talking about these, these past wrongs. But even today, um, we're still facing some of the same issues. Yes, people are becoming more aware and uh, are acknowledging, which is fantastic. However, we still have issues like uh, in the city of Winnipeg just recently. Um, you guys are in the news business, and I'm pretty sure you've heard about the, the serial killer that mm-hmm. they just uh, arrested just recently. And his victims were four Indigenous women who were vulnerable. They, li- they lived on the streets, and this guy, uh, he went to the homeless shelters and ate his lunch and his dinners at these places and befriended these vulnerable vulnerable women and then it's alleged he took them back to his apartment 
where he would uh, get them high on drugs, uh, take advantage of them, and then allegedly uh, killed them. And uh, this, and the disturbing thing is that two, uh, supposedly two of the victims were dumped in a landfill. And uh, the Winnipeg Police Service has refused to go in there to find their remains and have closure for the families. And the reason why they say is because there's just too much uh, waste out there and be too much of a hassle uh, to go digging through there. Uh, so, and, and didn't we hear that, you know, it's it's the daughters of some of those women who or at least a daughter that really kind of raised yeah. a lot of attention to it. And, and have they yeah. changed that decision? Are they going to look for their remains? Because it only seems right. I think I think that's still up in the air uh, because I was just uh, researching this yesterday, and uh, I, I I hadn't seen any updates, so I, I'm not sure what they're going to do. Um, but it's just uh, uh, if it was your if it was your family member, um, I'm pretty sure that you would want the right thing done and and uh, and find the remains so that you can have proper a proper send away a proper closure. So the so these are things that are still happening, you know, as we speak. So have things have things changed a lot? Uh, we're just starting to. We're just starting to. And guys, we have to remember that we're talking about uh, a couple hundred a couple hundred years of of the of the bad stuff, which all stems from once again. It comes from colonialism and uh the uh, the disconnect between two world views i'm talking about the european world view versus the indigenous world view they just completely clash and then you take a look at the history of this country uh but i gotta tell you the, the one thing that people need to realize and and this is actually a really good thing uh when the british started relations with uh the indigenous peoples of this country um, they actually did it in good faith, and uh, they started off with the treaties, and they, uh, it was King George III who recognized that the nations that were here were sovereign, they had their own customs, beliefs, and languages, and he respected that, and he said, we have to enter into negotiations with these people, as opposed to what happened down south with our American friends where there was a completely different, much more uh, violent way they handled their, in quotation marks, Indian problem. They just shot everybody. So our, our, our histories are different, and we have to remember that we did get off on the right foot all those years ago. Paul, it is a deep topic, and we appreciate you taking the time to shed some light on it with your perspective every time you come on the airwaves with us. Thank you so much. Oh, I, I, I love being on here, and thank you so much for uh, letting me share our voice. We'll catch up again in the future for sure. Thank you, Paul. Absolutely. Have a great day, guys. You too. Paul Custer, Calgary writer, comedian, former broadcaster, and Indigenous advocate. Also, from the Scoop 60, uh, here's a guy. 60 Scoop, yeah. Here, here's a guy who has a perspective, and when he talks about it, he knows what he's talking mm-hmm. about.